welcome to Break the Mold. Think of this podcast as a place where you can get your dose of inspiration, motivation, and a shift in mindset as we invite extraordinary industry leaders and have real raw conversations of how they broke the mold in their industry and share tips on productivity, health, wellness, and everything in between. Hello, hello, beautiful people. My name is Jordana Fortaleza, founder of clean beauty brand, The Lifestyle Co. I am obsessed with everything self-care and have a passion for helping people be the best versions of themselves. With over a decade of valuable experience in business, I was inspired to launch The Life Academy. I am so excited to start this new journey with you. Hello everyone, I'm Diane Carante. I am a multifaceted publicist with a passion to elevate brands to their highest potential. My life mission is to never lose sight of your inner power. Celebrity fitness trainer and entrepreneur Reese Athad breaks the mold by overcoming his own health obstacles that led him to his passion and career in fitness. From there, Reese then realized his purpose and talent to motivate others worldwide in creating his own results-driven fitness app. In this episode, Reese shares with us his joy in helping people achieve their fitness goals and advice on growing as an entrepreneur in the fitness industry. With our first question, we want to know how you really got into fitness and what inspires you to do it and what motivates you about it. So from a young age, I always had health issues. I was born with severe asthma, scoliosis, really poor eyesight and i was allergic to get ready for this it's all nuts lentils beans peas chickpeas tuna egg yolk papaya apple skin peaches and strawberries oh my god my friend no it's crazy and then um i learned that i had these allergies through several times of just almost dying from anaphylactic shock like my throat closes so it, it was just kind of a mess to figure out what i could eat what i couldn't eat so when I found something that tasted good, which as you know, is like being a kid, it's yeah. sugar or salt or whatever it is, something like, you know, that's just not the best for you. I just kind of stuck to that. And that's kind of what my diet was as a kid. And I loved sports, but because I had asthma and my eyesight started getting worse, I had to stop doing sports. And it was about middle school, high school, where I decided I wanted to make a change. I could feel myself becoming more sluggish. I was putting on a little weight. And so I decided, let me hit the weight room. Mm -hmm. And I remember in middle school, we had like kind of a weight room. It was all cable machines. And I was lifting like 30 pounds thinking I was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And like, I thought I was like tough shit. (laughs) And then I get to high school and I see an actual bench press, you know, with a barbell. Yeah. I remember I picked up the bar And it just shot down to my chest and I was like squirming underneath it, trying to get up the entire like girls field hockey team was like in the weight room also. So it was super embarrassing. And I was just like, no, I was, yeah. (laughs) And in that moment I was like, you know what? Like I'm going to get better at this, you know, like I can't get any worse. I I, I'm going to keep getting uh, better at this, going to keep trying. And so I just got committed to the gym there and Eventually, I went from being one of the only freshmen on the varsity wrestling team, but I was like dead last in all the team runs, to being senior year, I was captain of the team, I was leading the runs, you know, and I'd really turned my life around. I started to beat my asthma, and I was still doing sports, even though I had to wear really thick glasses, which during wrestling, I'd have to take them off, so I'd be kind of blind. Like, my prescription was negative 7.5, I think, so I was almost 
legally blind. blind. Yeah. Um, and when I graduated high school, I decided, okay, let me figure out the next component of fitness, which is nutrition. You know, I mean, everyone always hears these statistics, you know, it's 99%, 90, 80, whatever the number is, but the majority is nutrition and it fuels what you do in the gym, which is true. You maximize what you're taking in. And so I decided to figure out what was the best diet for me. And immediately I saw it, started falling in love with the process of fitness and then also teaching others on how right. to change their diet because they were struggling with either gaining weight or not feeling their best. And slowly that just got me into the fitness industry. That's amazing. You know, it seems like you were able to use that energy from all these restrictions and kind of make that into something, which is fitness, right? And health is everything. Do you have certain foods that you have to eat? Or is that a part of a plan? Or do you have a name for that in terms of that kind of diet? Because I'm sure you're not the only person that mm -hmm. has that kind of issue. I, I'm sure there's a group of people that have that same issue that you do, and they're wanting that help. What do you advise in something like that of what kind of foods to eat to kind of stay in shape as well when you're so limited with all the nut allergies and all the extra stuff that you can't eat? How do you get somebody to motivate to get into that lifestyle? Yeah. So I would say, and this is me, I, I'm, I'm a trainer, not a nutritionist, so okay. I will never prescribe a diet, but more, I can just say what has worked for me and hopefully that can work for people. But if people are dealing with issues, because there, there are a lot of things that can affect it. Like for instance, people have thyroid issues and that's why they're unable to lose some weight. And right. there are certain diets that go around that. So there are certain elements that come into play, but just from like a baseline, I would say just observing how you feel after eating specific foods Let's take a quick break and talk about the Lifestyle Co. Botanical Beach Mess. It has clean ingredients like aloe, lavender, and tea tree oil to help moisturize and hydrate your sun-drenched skin. Best part, it doubles as a natural toner and is a perfect accessory for summer. You can purchase it on thelifestyleco.com, that's life of the Y. And for our listeners, we have a special discount code for you, break the mold for 20% off. Now let's get back to the show. For instance, you know that after having a greasy cheeseburger and french fries, you may not feel the best. You kind of feel a little heavy. You might have a little indigestion. Whereas if you have brown rice, grilled chicken, sweet potato, and broccoli, you may not feel as heavy. You may feel less, you may not feel as lethargic. You may feel like, okay, I actually do feel okay. And even though that sounds like a bland meal compared to this super delicious meal, what you also have to do is acclimate a bit because a lot of times we end up addicted to the amount of sodium we're having or the carbs we're having or the amount of sugar we're having. And we think we're hungrier than we actually are. So I think just kind of paying attention to those little things. I found that journaling and writing it down can be also super helpful when you get started, even if it's just for the first week, you know? I'll, I'll always tell clients if they're struggling with losing weight, I'll say, okay, just write down everything you're eating. Even if you have an entire birthday cake with a gallon of ice cream or whatever, like write it all down, you know, and then we can see, okay, so, you know, these days towards the weekend, you start to eat a little bit of crap. You start strong, you know, Sunday, Monday, but then you lose it. You're having a little bit too much salt here and that's why maybe you're craving it, you know, these days and kind of creating a roadmap for yourself, I think is super useful in figuring out what you can and can't eat. 
Right. That's a really cool perspective and to share. Cause like, you know, I love eating mindfully knowing what nutrients I'm putting in my body. I'm a nerd about that kind of thing, like Dr. Hyman, but it's cool to hear it from somebody that's with people, with clients day in and day out, just, and that's the practice and sharing that so that someone that listens in can also take that into note to apply in their own life so that they're able to get through whatever allergies and what they're dealing with, with their health. Definitely. And I, I think it's also noticing little things here and there, you know, instead of saying, you know what, you need to intermittent fast every day and all you can eat is chicken and broccoli and all you can do this. I think it's just human nature to reject that and to find it to be the hardest thing ever. But if you do a little thing, you know, like maybe change your juices and sodas to water only, maybe adding in, you know, cups of tea, like peppermint tea to ease your digestion little, little things here and there can ultimately lead you to a better path overall. Right. Well, in terms of intermittent fasting, what do you think about that? Since you're feel like that's like such a buzzword these days, what what are your thoughts on that for somebody in the fitness industry? I would say, so I try to intermittent fast almost every day. I've never been a breakfast eater. Since I was a kid. Same. Yeah. See, like, I don't know. I I enjoy breakfast foods, but I'll have them at like lunchtime, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like I've always done it. But I will say that, and maybe it's just the way that I'm doing it, but I find that it isn't the most sustainable for me mentally to do it every single day. Every now and then, I do need to break my fast a bit early. And I listen to my body on days that I'm not hungry or I don't feel hungry, I won't eat until I do feel hungry. And then if let's say I wake up one morning, and I'm absolutely ravenous, I'll, I'll have some food, you know, I don't believe in denying myself food, if my body is trying to tell me something. I think a lot of people, they'll get stuck into the idea of intermittent fasting, or just fasting, and then they'll their mentality is the one that's getting in the way of themselves rather than like the actual process, you know, and I think that's the problem when it comes to all these, these new trends when it comes to fitness, there's always something new. So it's really listening to your body. And I totally get that. Well, we want to know about Mm -hmm. phantom. Congratulations on that. Tell us more how you got into opening up phantom and what steps you took and what drove you to do your own fitness platform. Yeah, I guess it really all starts in about 2018. I had done these videos for Self Magazine and I didn't think much would come of them. I I really just did them. It was fun. I I had a great time working with everyone there. And over the years, like they amassed a a good amount of views, but it wasn't something that I like that blew my mind. And then the pandemic hit quarantine 2020. And all of a sudden, I'm getting these tags on Instagram, these DMs saying, thank you so much for helping me through the quarantine, you're saving me. And I'm like, what's going on? This is kind of (laughs) like, these are pretty random text messages or DMs. And then I look at I look on YouTube, and I see that at the time, the video had amassed up to like 38 million views. Wow. a bunch. Yeah. And I did a bunch of these series and they're all in like the high hundred thousands to millions of views. And I was like, oh shit, like this is, this is crazy. <laughs> There's nothing here. Yeah, There's a sign. <laughs> people are looking at these things. They want this. They, they yeah. believe that they can get a workout in at home instead of the gym. 
And I found that fascinating. And then I started doing some stuff on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel and I was posting a couple of videos there and they were amassing views. And eventually I was working at a gym. We went back to the gym and the work hours there were crazy. So I had no time to create video content for my YouTube channel or anything. And when I started dating Paris, her little sister, who's in high school, they were using one of the videos as part of their at-home gym curriculum. And wow. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, the yeah. people, people really like these videos and they're easy to follow. And it, there's such a wide range of people who are using it. And then when I went back to New York City, I was walking through the streets and I felt like a celebrity because people were stopping and being like, I know you from the YouTube videos. So I was like, okay, there, there's a huge, cool. it was nuts. They're doing setups in front of you. Like I got this. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is this one guy, he stopped me. I remember on West 8th and 6th and he goes, Hey man, you saved my life during the quarantine. Anytime you want to eat at my restaurant, here's my card. You text me, you call, oh. whatever it is. I, you have a table here. That's beautiful. That's such a cool moment. (laughs) Yeah, like people were so grateful. And I thought, wow, this is such a cool community of people where people are just, you know, they love to do the workouts and they're they're so kind. And, you know, it's just, and it was a a wide demographic. And so I, I decided to start Phantom at the beginning of 2021. And of course, it takes a long time to get a business going and up and running, especially with apps. So it took a couple of months until the app finally launched. And really, it's just a platform for at-home workouts that you can do anytime, anywhere, regardless of your age range, regardless of your skill level. It's, you know, do what you can in the time that you have and get your body moving. That's amazing. And how long are these workouts typically? So they range. I have some videos that are five minute workouts. I have some that are 25 minutes, but I want to keep it less than 30 minutes because I found that some people, they don't have the one hour, the hour and a half to go to the gym. And if they do, they're going to the gym, you know, I want it to be for the at home athlete or the mom who let's say she has a break between putting her kid down for a nap and getting some work done at home, whatever it is, it's just the at-home athlete, you know? Gotcha. I'm such a go, go, go person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, working out at home for me in an at-home workout in a Peloton or a mirror has always been something that I find more conducive for my schedule because I'm always, I like to have everything all at one place and then I can just go out to my office. So I think that there's a big rise in at-home workouts, especially after the pandemic, because a lot of shifts in mindset change. So with people wanting to go out and go to the gym when they know that they could just do it at home. And everyone is working from home now too. So Phantom is going to be super successful because of, first of all, the community that you built, that's number one, amazing. Congratulations. And number two, your workouts, you know, and you, you're the model of the platform and you know, there's results. So congratulations on that. Thank you so much. And I like how it's mindful for those of anybody where they're at in their lives and they can just pick and do it at home. Like, you know, they're not so forced. They don't feel so forced and they can self-motivate themselves and be one-on-one with you. Like as if you're their personal trainer with them right next to them, guiding them one-on-one. Yeah, exactly. What advice would you share for those who are looking to be in your industry, like a trainer or like a fitness entrepreneur, because health is super big right now. I think Mm -hmm. everyone is all about their health and wellness. I'm sure there's a lot of people that want to tap into it, but they don't know how, 
What do you recommend or advise for those people that want to step into the fitness world or become a fitness entrepreneur like yourself? Yeah, I would say any advice to give someone who's looking to get into the fitness industry is make sure you have a passion for fitness. I've found that, what is it? I've seen a few occasions where people may not be in the industry for the right reason. I think having the passion to help others work with others and for fitness itself and the idea of self-betterment. I think anyone who's looking to get into the industry needs to have that because I can see people who have burned out. I can see people who have been in it for the wrong reasons. And I think that's super important. I think that goes for any career. Right. You yeah. know, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. That's like the cliche. 100% agree. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone says that in this podcast and it's the truth. Yeah. like a sickness, but it's like, you know, you want to just keep doing it or you feel creative every moment of the day to just keep you going at it. Yeah, exactly. And then, so what do you do to keep yourself motivated with being an entrepreneur? What rituals or routines do you personally do and for your business? So how do you stay motivated? Well, it's like you just said, the word you said is balance. Yeah. It's making sure that if I were to intermittent fast every day and eat the cleanest food every day and never go out or whatever it is that people think is the mentality of someone in fitness or an entrepreneur in the fitness space. I think anyone would go crazy. I think it's all about balance. It's making sure that I feel this industry is about connecting with people and enjoying yourself, but also realizing that there's a balance to fitness. And if you do indulge and enjoy a night out and have drinks, or you have quote unquote junk food, which is cake or ice cream or pizza or something like that, it's about finding that equilibrium and getting to that balance and not necessarily paying for it, but you, you were able to indulge now time to work that off. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, so I'd say that's that's what I do. <laughs> that's great. You know, you can have fun, but also come back to earth kind of thing. Yeah. Balance. Life is a balance. Period. Yes. So what's next for you, Reese? I'm, we have, I know that we have this platform and you're day in and day out, but what's next for you? Is there anything extra? So right now I'd say I'm, I'm really focusing on something called Festival of New York. And what I'm doing is, I'll start with what the festival is and then I go into what I'm doing, but... Festival of New York is a decentralized movement. So there's no parent company that's organizing it. Um, it's a coalition of 300 plus companies that are coming together in celebration of New York. I'm born and raised from uh -huh. New York City. I was born in Manhattan, grew up there. So my heart belongs to New York. So yeah. it's really incredible for me to be a part of a movement like this. And my role in this is I'm the fitness director for the entire summer programming. So what I'm going to be doing is donating. Huge. Thank you. Thank you. That is amazing. And I'll be donating free fitness classes in Times Square and other iconic New York City locations. So people can be reconnected with the iconic landmarks that make New York City what it is, but also to get fit, get active and get moving this summer. I love that. We have a lot of friends from New York. I know my partner, all his friends are living in New York and some of them are born in Manhattan as well. Mm -hmm. Where can they find this festival? So, so the festival runs from Memorial Day to Labor Day. So it's going on right now. And okay. my thing is just the fitness thing, but there are tons of other companies. Like I said, it's 300 plus and there's tons of events going on in the city. So if you go to the Festival of New York Instagram, 
you can see a lot of updates. And this is the first Festival of New York, and they're going to continue to do it every summer. So this is the first of its kind. So it's going to be growing continuously. But Amazing. events are going on all summer. So that's all I've been focusing on. Congrats. Yeah. So tell us, where can we find your information? Where can we follow you? Where can we follow Phantom? How do we get the app? All that good stuff. Please tell us all your information. Yeah, absolutely. So Phantom is available on Apple and Android app stores. If you type in Phantom Fitness, if you just type in Phantom, it, it doesn't pop up, but Phantom Fitness, okay. um, you'll see a little ghost logo. Um, that's my app. And you just, uh, there's the seven day free trial and you subscribe. And if you want to see more updates, there's my personal Instagram as well as Phantom's Instagram. My personal Instagram is rjathide. A-T-H-A-Y-D-E. Phantom's Instagram is at Phantom Fit. And then also on TikTok, both the same usernames. Wow. Thank you so much. We enjoy this conversation. I love everything fitness. And thank you for being here with us today and just chatting with us about all these amazing things that you're doing and dropping some gems on fitness. So I really appreciate you being here. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Reese. We'll talk to you again soon. Talk soon. Bye. Catch new episodes every other Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast as we invite new industry leaders on how they break the mold. Also, make sure to visit us online at breakthemold.com for updates and follow us on Instagram at breakthemold underscore podcast.